listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. Coming to you from the Windy City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, this is Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on everyone, Mike Pankow here, the founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on into episode number 192, WWE is living life in the fast lane and a certain surprise return happened in Indianapolis and Windy City Slam was all over it on last week's show. We're going to look back at Warrior Wrestling 31 and preview shows such as Chicago Style Wrestling, Rocket Pro, and Second Wrestling. And we welcome back to the show a guy who's made tremendous waves over the past year or so since his last appearance on the program. He's a regular at places such as Chicago Style Wrestling, Northland Pro, and All Heel Wrestling, and he's also the reigning Crash Tested Wrestling Champion. He's part of Magic Inc. in the NWA. We catch up with the Barker, Cody James. You get all that right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. Stay tuned. It's your boy, FTC, Frank the Clown here. And you are listening or doing something with your ears to the Windy City Slam Podcast. Frank the Clown's been a guest a couple of times. Will I be a guest again? Oh, I don't know. Get the check ready, Mike. (laughs) Attention! Windy City Slam is looking for a few good tag team partners to advertise on Windy City Slam Podcast and WindyCitySlam.com. Get your product or service notice with pro wrestling fans. Affordable rates that fit your budget. Message us on Facebook, X, or Instagram, or email Mike Pankow at WindyCitySlam.com. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-N-K-O-W at WindyCitySlam.com. Hey, this is Trevor Outlaw, but you bozos can address me as you are rudely, and you're listening to the Windy City Slam podcast, and you can check it out every Tuesday. Oh, wait, I've been on this like five times. I should know this by now. Either way, not getting paid enough for this. Windy City Slam podcast. Check it out on Tuesdays, and you never know when Trevor Outlaw is going to be back. Back here on Windy City Slam podcast, and... WWE was indeed living life in the fast lane this past Saturday night at the Gainbridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. Terrific show, and ever since Triple H took over the majority of the creative over the last several months, I love the way they pace these WWE pay-per-views. I mean, you get five or six matches, and they're not real short matches. They're like maybe 20 to 25 minutes each, and they tell a great story. You don't overexpose people. And I just think what they're doing right now is really, really good and really enjoyable. And starting off, we have the undisputed tag team championship. Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso defeat the judgment day of Finn Balor and Damian Priest to win the titles. Despite interference from all the other members and associate member of the judgment day, Rhea Ripley, Dirty Dom, and JD McDonough. Six-man tag team match and... This is where I'm going to pat myself on the shoulder just a little bit. The Latino World Order of Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar, along with the returning Carlito, as predicted last week right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. They defeat Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits as Carlito gets the pin after a backstabber. Triple threat match for the WWE Women's Championship Io Sky retains over Asuka and Charlotte Flair as Sky pins Flair following it over the moonsault. And in your all-star tag team match, we had John Cena and LA Knight defeat the bloodline of Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa when LA Knight pins Jimmy Uso following the blunt force trauma. And the WWE World Championship in a last man standing match and that crazy, that driven, that Visionary, revolutionary, Seth freaking Rollins retains the title over Shinsuke Nakamura, following a falcon arrow onto Nakamura on an elevated platform, and then he finally got the 10 count, and it really looked like Seth might lose the title on a couple of different occasions, and they built up Shinsuke so strong for this, and this is the Shinsuke we've been wanting to see 
for what, seven, eight, nine years in WWE. And we're finally getting that. And, and Triple H even mentioned that in the post-show press conference. And hell of a match for Seth and Nakamura there. Coming up in less than two weeks, we have Impact Wrestling's Bound for Glory weekend at Cicero Stadium in Cicero, just a few miles south and west of downtown. And the main show, Bound for Glory, is on Saturday night, October the 21st. And the top of this card is extraordinary. It's impeccable. For the Impact World Championship, we have Alex Shelley defending against Josh Alexander. And if you remember, Josh never really lost the title in the ring. He had it taken away from him because of injury. And this is a rematch from Emergence last summer at Cicero Stadium between the two competitors where Josh Alexander retained the championship at that point. And that was a ridiculously good match. And this one should be as well. And then we have Will Ospreay with Don Callis taking on Speedball Mike Bailey. And if that other match isn't going to be a match of the year contender, this one could be. I mean, right at the top, Ospreay and Bailey, just amazing stuff. Impact Wrestling X Division Championship, we have Chris Sabin defending against Kenta. And for the Impact Knockouts World Championship, and this is what I'm really looking forward to, we have Trinity defending the title against Mickey James. Now, can Mickey James win another world championship in the Chicagoland metro area like she did at WrestleMania 22 when she defeated Trish Stratus for the WWE Women's Championship at the Allstate Arena? And I was there for that match. I was like 7th, 8th row, and the fans were so ridiculously behind Mickey James, even though she was the heel and Trish Stratus was the babyface. And Mickey James has always done some great things in the Chicagoland area. Trinity better look out because these are Mickey's people. And also there's going to be a Lucha Libre celebration that will be a part of Bound for Glory Fallout on Sunday, October the 22nd. Conan, Juventus Guerrero, and many more will be at that celebration. And we're going to talk more about Bound for Glory next week. Going back to Friday night, October the 6th, Warrior Wrestling 31 was at the Bendix Arena in South Bend, and we had Sabin Gage pinning Coda Hernandez, and then we had FTC Family Therapy, where Trevor Outlaw, last week's Windy City Slam podcast guest, mediated a sit-down between FTC LLC members Frank the Clown and the truly blessed Warrior Wrestling World Champion Casey Navarro, and it seemed like Casey wanted nothing to do with Frank anymore and wants to distance himself from the group. And then we had Missa Kate pinning Rachel Armstrong. Great to see Missa Kate in her Warrior Wrestling debut, and I think we're going to see a lot more of her with Warrior. And then Punk Rock Prince Jordan Cross pinned the veteran Jack Vaughn to move to 6-0 on Warrior Wrestling main shows. So when is Jordan getting his championship match? I mean, 6-0 on the main shows? I mean, he's getting it done. And then, get this, Trevor Outlaw comes out. He said he is the champion of women. Now, this kind of reeks of Andy Kaufman from back in the day. And he had the Warrior Wrestling Women's Championship, which is still supposedly held by AEW and ROH superstar Athena. But Sky Blue pins Trevor Outlaw to lay claim to the Warrior Women's Championship belt. They even announced her as the new champion, so... Is it really a sanctioned match? And there's all kinds of stuff. I mean, this could lead to a lot of different things. Athena comes back and lays claim to her property. And he also had Missa Kate coming out after this match to seemingly challenge for the title. So there's a lot going on here, a lot to unpack. I guess we'll see what Warrior Wrestling officials say in the coming weeks about this situation. And then we had Mike Santana from AEW pinning Brian Keith in a terrific match. In your semi-main, we had Konosuke Takeshita pinning Storm Grayson. And in this match, FTC, Frank the Clown, not at ringside. Takeshita wins the match with a knee strike, similar to how Storm Grayson wins a lot of his matches. And in your main event, the truly blessed Warrior Wrestling World Championship, Casey Navarro pins Encore more to retain. And Frank the Clown was ringside for this one, even though Casey didn't want him there. It was really crazy stuff. After the match, there appeared to be some reconciliation, but things f blew up again. Frank the Clown and Trevor Outlaw attack both Encore Moore and Casey Navarro. It was just a crazy situation. It seems like now Casey Navarro is now free from FTC LLC. 
This past Friday night, Fusion Pro Wrestling presented a nightmare on North Avenue and your highlight of the show, Fusion Women's Championship, Shelly the Bombshell Benson pins Jade Blackwell to become the inaugural women's champion in Fusion Wrestling. Last Saturday, October the 7th, Power Entertainment presented The Road to WrestleRage, the final show before WrestleRage 21 at the American Legion Post 703 in Fox Lake for the POW Heavyweight Championship, and there was a lot of controversy here. Psychotic Jimmy Blaze pins Moondog Greg Murray to become the new POW Entertainment Heavyweight Champion. Kazal tried to interfere, but Mateo Valentine chases him off. Moondog accidentally takes out referee Brian Allen, and Mateo tried to wake him up. And Moondog then took offense, saying he didn't need any help from Mateo, and then Mateo turned. He gave Moondog a DDT, and later a couple more cheap shots with the scepter, leading to Blaze getting the pin. And now Blaze had no idea any of this was going on. He was kind of groggy. He didn't see Mateo's interference. And Jimmy Blaze is your new Power Entertainment Champion, and he will face Kazile at WrestleRage 21 on November the 4th in Lombard at the Brower House. Also, we had the Brothers of Construction sending a package, a gift to IPA and the Reckoning, that's Acid Jazz and Sean Priest, sitting that the winner of their tag team match would face them at WrestleRage, and now it's going to be a triple threat match as they didn't have a clear winner. Going to be interesting to see how that turns out. And then we had Joey the Pitbull Chi-Chi coming out of retirement, coming to the aid of Hunter Payne and Pauly Tomaselli, and he is now in a six-man tag team match at WrestleRage 21 against the reckoning trio of Tyler Sullivan, Jason Dukes, and Logan Steele. And also, Eric Freedom challenged POW Midwest champion Tommy McCobb for the title at WrestleRage. Moving on to Northland Pro this past Saturday night, Nightmare on the Square, a couple of highlights. We have the Northland Pro Women's Championship was decided. It was Lily La Pescadita defeating Heather Reckless, Amina Belmont, and Charlie Cruel to become the inaugural champion. And Lily has only wrestled maybe just a little under 20 matches in her professional career, but congratulations to La Pescadita for winning the championship. And then we had Northland Pro Champion Eric Schultz retaining his championship, and also Du Montgomery, who appears to be a new member of Levi Laguire's group, took out Cody James. Alright, moving on, Friday night, October the 13th, Chicago Style Wrestling presents Demon Knight at the American Legion in Franklin Park. For your CSW Championship, Conan Lycan defends against Mecha Wolf. CSW Women's Championship, we have Sierra defending against Shelly the Bombshell Benson. And is this when Shelly finally ascends to the top of CSW? Should be a good one. And then we have a mixed tag team match. Very intriguing. Gangrel and Heather Reckless take on Joey Jet Avalon and Missa Kate. And then the CSW Tag Team Championship will be on the line as Team Sexy, Jax Johnson and Ryan Matthews, defend against the former champs of Big Mood, Mateo Valentine and Jack Booty. We have a four-way elimination match for the number one contender to the CSW Championship. It's the other four members of the Hate Keepers, Solomon Tupu, Shane Hollister, Jay Marston, and Shane Boucher. And the winner could potentially face Conan Lycan in a future show. Wow. And then we have a Scrabble match, just announced not too long ago, and not announced before we had Cody James's interview last week, but it will be this week's Windy City Slam podcast guest, Cody James, against All Day Marche Rocket, Superstar Steve Boz, Adam Stallion, and Eric Schultz. And you'll also see Amina Belmont versus Maggie Lee. Also Friday night, October the 13th, and Saturday night, October the 14th, we have ICW No Holds Barred events at the Berwyn Eagles Club. Saturday matinee show, October the 14th, C3 Ultimate Wrestling presents the amazing world at the On the Square Sports Academy in Crown Point, Indiana, and this features a battle royal to crown a new C3 Ultimate Wrestling champion with the Kang, Miles Mercer, Jackson Stampede Larkin, JPH, Mike Strong, and many more. And then Saturday, October the 14th, we have Ruthless Pro Wrestling, Devil's Night, also in Berwyn. That's an afternoon show. And then Saturday, October the 14th, we have Rocket Pro Wrestling's Darkness Falls at St. Joe's Park in Joliet. Maximus Orion faces Damian Gray 
with Kevin Cade in Damien's corner. So we were supposed to have a one-on-one -on -one match between Rockstar Johnny Nye, the former Fabulous Idol, against the Ryan Matthews, but Damien Saint, Rocket Pro General Manager, just announced moments as we were recording this show that D. Ryan Matthews is injured, he suffered an arm injury, and he's not medically cleared for Saturday's show. So, Rockstar Johnny Nye is now added to this following match, which will now be a fatal four-way Rocket to the Top briefcase qualifying match. We have Eric Schultz versus Skylar Reed versus the flower child Theo Strong versus Rockstar Johnny Nye. We're going to see a lot of new faces and different talents on this show for Rocket Pro. A lot of names you're not used to seeing on the show, so stay tuned for that. And then in a singles match, he's a member of the undeniable, the master of the Chicago Bear Hug. Steve Michaels takes on the Space Cowboy, Stacy Alexander. And then we have a fatal throwaway number one contenders match for the Intercounty Championship, which is currently held by Rion Skills. It will be Aztec Ammunition, Jesus DeSanto, versus the Hobo Prince, Bugs Moran, versus Kevin Cade, versus Joseph Von Jager. Fatal 4-Way Rocket to the Top Briefcase Qualifying Match, the Hawaiian Hitman Koa Laksamana, with Callies in his corner, takes on Shogun Chris Logan, Devin August, and Sam Knight. And we have the King of the North, Gunner Brave, taking on a debuting Beyond Alpha, Itzio Orlandi. That should be a good match. And then in the main event, the Rocket Pro Championship, Dreambreaker Aaron Stone defends against Impact Wrestling star, the Terminator Sam Beal. Also Saturday night, October the 14th, we have Dreamwave Wrestling's Follow Your Heart at the Knights of Columbus in LaSalle. You can catch this on IWTV.live, and this show sold out pretty much within like three or four hours. It's crazy. Bret Hart will be there signing autographs as the main attraction. We also have some great wrestling matches on the show, including the Dreamwave Championship, where old evil Christian Rose defends against the veteran Jason Hades. And then we have a final to crown a first-ever Dreamwave Women's Champion, the real deal Zeta Steel takes on Brittany Brooks. And then the veteran ice pick Vic Capri faces Warhorse. And then there's this alternative title, Division Scramble, and the first pinfall will win this match and perhaps get a future title shot at the alternative champion, Hijo del Vikingo. And we have Stephen Wolf versus Connor Hopkins versus Davey Vega versus Mike Bennett versus the bounty hunter, Brian Keith. That match is going to kick. And then Saturday night, October the 14th, across the Wisconsin border, we have GLCW presenting Burlington Brawl at the Karcher Middle School in Burlington, Wisconsin. This show features GLCW champion Backwoods Brown, Cal Hero, Al Snow, Doug Basham, TW3, CBS 58 Milwaukee's Iron Mike Kirkhoff, Ryan Cross, and more. Saturday night, October the 14th, over in Indiana, ARW presents Harvest Moon at the American Legion Post 100 in Lake Station. Show features new ARW champion JPH celebrating his championship victory, and he will also defend the title against an unknown challenger. We have the number one contender for the ARW championship as sharpshooter James Creed takes on Nick Diamond. We're also going to have a tag team match between the Freebirds and Youth Gone Wild. Also on Sunday, we have some Lucha Libre with Lucha Libre Total at the Burren Eagles Club. And then Sunday, October the 15th, we also have Gali Lucha Libre's Gali Mania 2023 at La Hacienda de Joaquigan. And this show features Hijo del Vikingo, Aramis, Rey Horus, Toxin, Arrow Boy, Mecha Wolf, Flamita, and more. And the final show of the weekend, Sunday, October the 15th, Second Wrestling presents Technicolor Dream Wars at the Marvelous Sanctuary Studio in Wheeling, 630 Bell. And some of the matches feature the Second Wrestling Championship on the line. We have the anarchist Eric Cannon defending against Chicago Sweetheart, Missa Kate. Maxwell Street Heritage Championship, and this is a big one. This has been boiling over for months, maybe even close to a year now. Jackson Stampede Larkin, with Jason Midas in his corner, defends against Beyond Alpha, Ezio Orlandi. We're also going to see Billy Starks, the former second wrestling champion, take on Brittany Brooks. 
And yours rudely, Trevor Outlaw, takes on most marketable Richard Holiday in a battle of the egos. And also advertised, we have Gambling with Galway. So come to the show early for a chance to play some wrestling trivia with Sean Galway and win some second wrestling swag. All right, coming up next, we're going to talk to Cody Country as he's been dominating in Chicago-style wrestling, Northland Pro, All Hill Wrestling, Crash Tested Wrestling, and part of Magic Inc. in the NWA, The Barker, Cody James. Stay tuned. My name is Storm Grayson. I'm your freelance wrestling world champion, and you're listening to the Windy City Slam Podcast. Want to get more customers for your business? Promoters, do you want more exposure for your upcoming event? Windy City Slam Podcast can be your tag team partner. Advertise with Windy City Slam and reach wrestling fans in the Chicagoland area and in the Midwest. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or email MikePankow at WindyCitySlam.com. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-N-K-O-W at WindyCitySlam.com. SSW Tag Team Champion, the Punk Rock Prince, Jordan Cross, here live at the Brassop in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And you are checking out my best friends over at Windy City Slam Podcast. Mike Pankow, you are the man. Make sure to subscribe, like, follow, share, and everything else. And you can follow me at The Jordan Cross. I am the Punk Rock Prince. Thank you. All right, back here on Windy City Slam Podcast, and we welcome back to the show. Here's a guy who's made some tremendous waves over the past year or so since his last appearance on Windy City Slam. He's a regular at places such as Chicago-style wrestling, Northland Pro, and All-Heel Wrestling, and he's the reigning crash-tested wrestling champion. And he's also part of Magic Inc. in the NWA. Ladies and gentlemen, the Barker. Cody James. Cody, how you doing? Oh, I'm great, Mike. It's hard to be, you know, anything but great with everything that's going on lately. Absolutely. Yeah, you're doing some great things the last 18 to 20 months since you had your last full-on appearance on the show. And then we also talked a little bit after WrestleMania 38 because you were down on the scene at the Hall of Fame at Mm -hmm. at WrestleMania, and you gave us some great insight to being a fan at both of those events. And that was pretty, pretty awesome. So a lot has happened in that time. So uh, how you feeling? I'm good. Anxious for to see what's coming next. You know, it's been, a, like you said, 18, 20 months. There's been so much that's been going on. And I feel like every weekend there's a new opportunity and a new door opens and making connections and networking and meeting so many great people and being a part of so many great you know, companies and having the right people in your corner. It's, it's been a miracle and uh, a blessing all at the same time. So I'm very honored. Thank you for recognizing all of it as well. And uh, your family is very good and supporting you as well. And your wife, you mentioned that on our last big interview and you're getting no, you're bigger good. over the last few months as well. And thanks yeah. for being your kind of your backbone. Yeah. Every time I do one of these, I have to give her a shout out without Carrie I wouldn't be able to do this. I wouldn't be able to succeed. Um, she allows me to really push myself and pursue my dream of being a professional wrestler, but most importantly, being the best father and husband that I can be. And she realizes, you know, um, the best version of myself is part of me living out my dreams as well. Um, and that's how I'm able to bring the best version of myself home um, to her. And so she makes a lot of sacrifices, which do not go unnoticed. You know, there's a lot of travel coming up the next two months. It's going to be pretty wild, but uh, we're excited for it. And uh, we're eager and we're, we're adapting, which is super cool. And it's been pretty flawless so far. And, you know, my in-laws have been helping with, I'm watching our son when my wife has to work. And if I have a show or if I'm out of town, so many people are coming together to help me make this dream a reality. And it's been it's been such an awesome ride and to have them all there supporting it and have them in my corner rooting me on. It's it's very special to me and I value it very much. And I mentioned a little bit at the open. So you're the crash tested wrestling champion. You're yes. one of the most popular wrestlers in Chicago Star Wrestling and O'Hill <laughs> Wrestling. And not only did you just start working for the NWA, 
you're part of a significant TV act now with Magic Inc. with Magic Jake Dumas and CJ yeah. in your corner. So it's been an absolute whirlwind for you. Yeah, it's it's an honor, and I'm probably my my own worst critic. You know, I want to be, you know, I want to be as over as possible wherever I go, and I feel that I can always be doing more. Or I always need to be doing more. So to hear from you, you know, it that means a lot to me that you see me in that regard. Everything with the NWA right now, it's it's so amazing, and it's I still can't wrap my head around it. You know, it's it's the oldest wrestling company in the in the country, and it's it's got so much history and legacy behind it and the who's who's been there. You know, you have Ric Flair, you have Ricky Steamboat, you have Sting, you have Rock and Roll Express, you have so many great names, Harley Race, that have come through the NWA and have been there and hold it true to their heart and so many legends that are there now. You know, it's it's just such a special place to be and it's such an amazing feeling to be a part of that locker room and you know, Billy Corgan being at the head of it, it's it's something else that I could have never dreamed of because he's so hands-on and he's so invested in every single person that he has in that locker room. He just wants all of us to succeed because he knows if we succeed, the company succeeds. And he's, you know, a, such a good person. And what he did for um, Highland Park earlier this year with 312, bringing th 312 to Highland Park and having TV tapings the two next days and then doing the um, benefits show a few months later over the summer and then doing TV tapings again the following day. Just to bring some positivity to the neighborhood, it shows you that he's in it for the right reasons and he wants to give back. And, you know, he's such a successful person, you know, in his rock and roll life. And now he's doing, you know, so many great things with the wrestling company. I'm just so honored and, you know, I value this opportunity so much. I, uh, you know, I still can't, I can't, grasp it you know it just doesn't seem real so how did you get connected with the nwa and billy i have a couple of friends that work right there and you know I, I got a phone call and i asked if i was interested in a tryout um did my tryout at 312 figured that that might be it you know that was that was my opportunity that was my five minutes of fame and uh you know i, I went down and i helped at the crockett cup for a little bit and then you know talked to the office after that, when they were coming back to Chicago and got offered a spot on the TV tapings. And then from there, that's when I found out that I was going to be teaming with Jake Dumas, the magic bastard, and uh, the lovely assistant CJ, Christy Jane. And we were going to form Magic Inc. And got to go down to 75, do some fun stuff down there. And then we went down to Nashville, two days of TV. Now we got Sawin coming up uh, October 28th. But before that, me and Jake Dumas, we're going to be traveling down to Tennessee, to represent the NWA at KWF for their big two-day event that they got going on. Um, that's the weekend before. So it's going to be an action-packed October into November, and then Magic Inc. will be making their Illinois debut in December. So the little scoop right there from uh, the Barker Cody James. It's really cool. Yes. Now, how did the Barker character come about? Uh, Kyle Davis came to the locker room and he said, hey, Billy Corrigan sees you as a carnival barker. Can you pull it off? <laughs> um, <laughs> as, yeah, yeah, let's let's do it. You know, uh, I didn't really know what it was. And I started looking into it and, you know, got through the first set of tapings, you know, the best I could and really started researching it and diving into it more um, upon my, you know, the next appearance at 75 and, the amount of research I'm doing in different ways I can present myself and, you know, um, put that character over and portray it. I'm just having so much fun and I've, I've really sunk my teeth into this one to, you know, to see how wild I can go and, you know, what limits I can push it with. So at first I was a little unsure. I was like, oh, can I do this? Can I make this work? You know, it's not really me. And that's the best part. It's not me. You know, I can be this wild, crazy, fun character and you know try different things and if they don't work here you know maybe the next thing will so i'm having a lot of fun with this it's um off the walls and some of the ideas that we have it's i can't wait for everybody to see so how do you describe this character and what is it like to perform as something a little bit different than your traditional ass kicking machine type of character known as cody country yeah he's definitely deranged he's unhinged he's He's a con artist, you know, he's always trying to sell something um, from start to finish. He doesn't want you to blink your eye and he wants you to buy a ticket to every show. How I compare myself to Jake DeMa, 
in the world of acting, you have comedy and you have tragedy, you know, you bring them together. And uh, we've said that's kind of CJ that holds us together on the comedy. He's the tragedy because he's more serious. Um, and then she, she holds us together in the middle, not really knowing what's going on because she only speaks Portuguese, unfortunately. So uh, we kind of got to fill the spaces in there. As far as working outside of the character, you know, working a different style in Cody country, it's, I'm having a blast with it. I watched a lot of cartoons growing up and stuff. So I'm trying to kind of take tidbits from, you know, different cartoon characters or different uh, comic book characters and watch, you know, the Joker. I've always really liked the Joker and how he handles himself and how his, his mannerisms and his movements and, or the Riddler, you know, I was a huge Batman fan. So, you know, those villains always, always stood out to me and, I'm not saying that the Barker's a villain, but he's definitely an antagonist. And so how those how those guys move around or their body motions or their their expressions, really practicing those and, you know, just mumbling things all the time to myself, trying to come up with different lines and making different notes. It's really fun. So the character development has been a blast. I'm having so much fun with it. I wish I could do it more right now. Like I want to be doing it every single day. And different gear designs. It's so fun. I actually shipped some stuff off down to Georgia to uh, to Rick for uh, some gear built, some for gear to be put together for Samhain. And I'm so excited for to see how it comes out. And, uh, you know, we got a good little theme with our group coming. So it'll be fun for that pay-per-view. So a little bit of a tangent. I was just thinking of what you were describing a little bit about the character. I yeah. recently watched a Mike Johnson interview with Nails on HighSpots.tv. And Nails kind of explained like, okay, I'm this prisoner guy. I'm in an orange jumpsuit. I'm not going to walk into the ring like a normal wrestler. I'm going to slide under the rope. I'm going to kind of sneak around. I'm going to like be more of a physical kind of, you know, and yeah. I can see him tie up and stuff like that. There's kind of that uniqueness to that character. Mm -hmm. And it seems like you're kind of doing that with the Barker as well. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, one of the great things about the NWA is you have so many different characters there. You have Gags the Gimp, you have Sal the Pal, you have Max the Impaler, who is, oh my gosh, the non-binary machine. They are uh, all amazing individuals. And the uh, the characters that we're able to portray there, it's different than what you're going to see on USA on Monday and now soon to be Fridays or on Wednesdays on TBS, I feel, because every company has a niche, you know, we're a different source of outlet at the NWA, we offer a different style, we're hard hitting, you know, we're going to give it to you a strong style, our strong style, the NWA is in a new era now, but we're also giving you characters, and that's something that used to get in old traditional wrestling, late 80s, you know, late 70s, early 80s, early 90s, these, these characters, you know, your Doink the Clowns, Tatanka was another character, you know, the Million Dollar Man, you know, IRS, you know, Ultimate Warrior, you know, these, these demolition, these are all characters that these people are portraying and they had to learn, they had to all move, they all moved different, you know, every single one of them moved a little bit differently. And so I'm, that's what I grew up with. That's my favorite era of wrestling and i'm really trying to sink my teeth into how they were moving and how they dug into their character development to get that over because that's what drew us in as fans were those characters and that's why i'm having so much fun with this right now and i'm enjoying where i'm at so much because i get to work with some of the best minds in the industry now, what is it like to be in the NWA with so much Chicago area talent or even people with Chicago ties? You got Robert Eagle Anthony, you got Joe Alonzo, you got Missa Kate, the former one half of the women's tag team champions. You have Mario Pardua making appearances. I, so many guys from the Chicagoland area, even an old friend of yours from uh, CSW days, even though he's doing a different gimmick now, Daisy Kill. Daisy Kill, Daisy Kill. Daisy Kill is a very close friend of mine. Even though he cheated when he, him and Talos beat us on uh, power, mm -hmm. uh, Daisy's a great, he's a great person. It's it's warm, it's welcoming. You know, you got Koa, you got Vince Robbins, Koa, Lex, Mana, and Kaylee's over there as well, and uh, Jay Bradley. He's another Chicago oh. guy. Um, it's so welcoming, and it just makes me feel even more at home to be around all those people because you know, Miss Kate, she's 
CSW as well, you know, so now she's back at CSW. So not only do I get to see her at NWA, but I get to see her, you know, once a month at CSW, which is awesome. She's a blast to be around. You got Mario. Me and Mario started right around the same time. He started not too long after I did in the industry. And seeing him get these opportunities just like me, you know, we were both there at 312. You know, that's why I wrestled, wrestled in my very first match in the NWA ring was Mario, you know. And so seeing us, you know, come through together, it's really, it's it's awesome. You know, and if we have a bond and we have a connection for it. Robert Anthony, he's a Chicago legend. It's been around so, so long and everybody knows him and, the things that he's done throughout his career, and now he's almost reinventing himself again. Uh, it's it's amazing, you know, and uh, it's so good to see him and get to talk to him. I don't get to talk to him that much, but whenever, whenever I do, it's it's such an honor. Uh, Joe Alonzo is probably one of the funniest people I've, I've ever talked to. Um, and his promos are absolutely amazing. Um, I don't know if you saw his most recent promo about working with Kobe Carino at uh, Samhain for the junior heavyweight title. Yeah, I thought he was going to catch a lot of heat for that one, and I loved every second of it. Koa, you know, that that man wants to see everybody succeed. He wants his friends to be there. He wants to succeed, and he wants to succeed with his friends. And he's a great, you know, he's a great person. He's uh, he's somebody that I'm glad I got in my corner, and if he ever needed anything, I'd be right there in his corner too. So you and Jake recently won a huge match on NWA Power when you guys defeated the former NWA World Tag Team Champions in Rebellion. What was that like for you guys? And what's next for Magic Inc.? Oh, you know, that's that's something I want to know, too. What's next? But, yes, we uh, we defeated the longest reigning NWA Tag Team Champions, La Rebellion, Bestia, Say, 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 and Mecha Wolf, who's going to be coming home to CSW next Friday. Friday the 13th, you got Gangrel and you got Mecha Wolf. Uh, oh. People who might know him as 450 in the Chicagoland area, but, you know, he's a former Chicago guy that we, you know, that's another person that's there. But... Yes, Magic Inc. did pin them. Uh, we got the one, two, three. It doesn't matter how it happened, but we did, you know. So my guess, you know, we're, we're skyrocketing now because they're they're the who's who in the NWA tag division. Who knows, maybe we'll get a shot against uh, BFT or Noxie and uh, Murdoch. You know, that would be a, that'd be an honor to work either of those teams. But uh, yeah, no, you'll have to stay tuned to future episodes of power to see what's up before Samhain happens. And speaking of Samhain, coming up in just a couple of weeks, the NWA returns to pay-per-view with Samhain on Saturday Mm -hmm. night, October the 28th in Cleveland. And it's going to be an action-packed show. There's a few matches that have been announced so far. For the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship, EC3 defending against Tom Latimer with Camille in his corner. And then for the NWA World Women's Championship, Kenzie Page defends against Ruthie J. For the NWA World Junior Heavyweight Championship, Colby Carino defends against Joe Alonzo. And then for the NWA World Women's Tag Team Championship, Pretty Empowered of Ella Envy and Kylie Page face the new number one contenders of Natalia Markova and Taylor Rising. And in a Knights of the Round Tables match for the NWA World Tag Team Championship, Blood Force Trauma. And one of those guys does have a familiar physique. Uh, I can't quite place it right now, but I think I know who it is. And they're managed by Aaron Stevens, and they defend the title against Mike Knox and Trevor Murdoch. So, so far, a great card coming together, and hopefully Magic Inc. will be a big part of that as well. Yes, yes. We are are hoping to be a part of it. Uh, We have heard some rumblings. Uh, we We will be there. I can promise you that. We will be in attendance for that. It's going to be the darkest pay-per-view they've ever done it's going to be the first ever hardcore themed pay-per-view they've ever done so people can you know get ready for extreme craziness a little spookiness with halloween there james mitchell is the you know he's the host of it he's hosting and he presented it right so it's you know if he's the presenter how sinister it's going to be yes i just i can't wait to get down there for that it's going to be a good weekend and then the following weekend we we're in back in Nashville at Skyway Studios filming more episodes of NWA Power. So everybody go to nwatix.com, get tickets to go down. Ohio's not that far away. Nashville's not that far away. If you can't make it, order the pay-per-view on Fight TV because you know it's for sure gonna be something special. So you've been doing this Rust Lake thing for about four years now, right? Yeah, since uh 2019. Yep. So what has it been like to kind of transition from heel to babyface in CSW over the last year or so after teaming up with Chris Miller as CNC Destruction? 
it feels a lot better to not be booed every time you walk through the curtain, you know, with association with Chris Miller. Um, I heard the, the episode you guys did together and, you know, he, he's all concerned and telling me that I forgot where I came from and I would be nothing without him. But, you know, I'm man enough to tell you, I probably wouldn't be. Chris Miller's a great person. He's a great wrestler. He's a great leader. And, you know, I learned a lot with him being, being with him with CNC destruction and, uh, in some multiverses, you can still catch CNC destruction as we are the tag team champions of Rockford Damage Inc. But it's uh, it's different and it keeps me on my toes. And like I talked about before with the character, I get to try different things. I get to develop my character and see what works and what doesn't work. So I really, I really enjoy it, you know, going back and forth. And now, you know, in the upcoming months, you never know what version of Cody James you're going to see at CSW. You know, Cody Country might be there for now. You might get the Barker. Maybe CNC, re, you know, rekindles their their bromance over there. And uh, we come back for the tag straps at CNC. But you never know. You just got to wait and find out. Well, there's been some great CSW heavyweight champions over the last couple of years, such as yes. Joey Jet Avalon, Axel Rico, and now Conan Lycan. And if you had your shares of interactions with Lycan and the Haykeepers, is the CSW championship somewhere in your sights? One can only hope, you know, um, CSW is my home. It's my first first place I ever wrestled. It's the company that got me started into this business. Uh, Steve Boz, you know, without him showing me the way and guiding me and giving me that first platform to portray my talents on, I wouldn't be here talking to you today. I wouldn't be at the NWA, you know, with these opportunities with them. I wouldn't be heavyweight champion of Crash Tested Wrestling. I wouldn't be one half of tag team champions at Rock for Damage. We want to be one step away from renaming Northland Pro Wrestling, just Cody Country out there. Um, you know, so to hold that belt, that would be the world to me. And I can only hope that opportunity comes. If it does, I'm going to make the absolute best of it. Because like you said, you know, some very impressive champions as of late. Avalon, Rico, Conan Lycan, you know, Vic Capri's held that belt. Nick Rubaker's held the t- championship. You know, so to be added to that list of recent champions. You got Marshall Rocket, a former champion. Steve Boz, former CSW champion. The list goes on. To add my name to that list, you know, that would just, you know, cement my name in Chicago history. And it would be nothing, nothing but amazing for me. And mean the world. And now we have uh, CSW Demon Night. That is coming up Friday night, October the 13th, back at the American Legion in Franklin Park. 7.30 bell time. And just a couple of the highlight matches that I'll throw out there. You have the CSW Championship. We have Conan Lycan defending against Mecha Wolf. And then for the CSW Women's Championship, and this is a match people have been looking forward to for several months now. And it's going to be terrific, given that Sierra has been a very good champion. And she's facing... The up-and-coming rising superstar, Shelly the Bombshell Benson. That should be an awesome match. And then this mixed tag team match has kind of caught my eye as well. We have Joey Jet Avalon and Missa Kate taking on Gangrel and Heather Reckless. That should be really interesting as well. That's going to be a good one. I'm kind of curious about that one. I I don't know who's going to come out, you know. The Devil's Little Princess, Heather Reckless, is literally teaming with the Devil. Um, in this match with Dane Grell. And then you got, you know, NWA teammate Missa Kate versus Joey with Joey Avalon to take him on. That that's a dynamic duel right there in its own right. So we'll see. I'm I'm very curious to who's gonna walk away on top. And uh, that's one I'm gonna watch closely. It's gonna be again a hell of a show and, and CSW has always done a great job with their storyline based kind of card stacked up with great talent and occasional guest stars as well. And I love CSW and you guys are doing a great job with that. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. I know uh, I speak for everybody when they say that we're giving our all into it. And, you know, third Friday of every month, it's uh, it's special. It's, you know, we give our absolute best. We give our best everywhere we go every time we show up. Right. But we give that that little bit extra because CSW is our home and it's, you know, it's our baby and we're all family there and, you know, we want it to succeed and grow. And it's grown so much over the last few years. It's since COVID, we, it's like somebody lit a rocket and just taken off and, you know, we're, we're going higher and higher and higher and it's phenomenal. 
in all heel wrestling, you had a run as a heel with Trademark at your side and even helped Mateo Valentine win the AHW Championship last summer. But over the last few months, you kind of decided to bolt Team Northland and even shook hands with Gunnar Wicks after a great big band match earlier this year. So what happened with all that? Well, as a lot of you know, Gunnar was out of action for a little bit. He had some surgeries and... I was lucky enough to be one of his last matches before he went under and got better. So, you know, me and him had a phenomenal match. Like you said, it was one of the best matches that I've wrestled. And uh, out of a sign of respect, I felt it was only due to shake his hand. And then, sure enough, I, I have a title shot to get back my Northland heavy, Heavyweight Championship the following month at Northland. And because it was stolen from me, Eric did not beat me. Cypher chokeslam me, rolled me into the casket. Eric wins the belt. I had Eric beat in this match. Nathan Pebbles, the trademark, the owner of Northland Wrestling, he, he insists on being the uh, the special guest referee in our match. Have him beat. One, two, gives me the bird. I get attacked with a steel chair. I forget how many chair shots I took. It was at least 20 chair shots. And then Eric pins me. One, two, three. I haven't had a title shot since. Trademark's never even called to explain why he turned on me so yeah you know i'm gonna i'm gonna do what's right i'm gonna go into business for myself i'm gonna make sure cody country stays at the top and i'm gonna earn my shot back to the northland heavyweight championship and potentially the ahw heavyweight championship as well so you know you got to stay tuned for that and you've been an integral part of the new iteration of Crash Test and Wrestling, re recently knocked off the Kang, Miles Mercer, to become the new CTW champion. So what has that run in CTW been like? It's been awesome because I've been there since the first show that they came back, did the uh, did a tournament to determine the heavyweight champion in the beginning uh, when we came back. And then Drew Baker appeared at uh, the second or third show, the original Crash Test and Heavyweight Championship. And, you know, I almost had Marche Rocket beat in that tournament. Went back and forth, back and forth. You know, so that was a fun run there. CNC Destruction, we were we were pretty dominant there. Had a couple more run-ins with Marche. And then we, you know, High Society was formed with Nick Diamond, Eric Schultz as our lawyer. You know, and then we had Cameron as our, as our liaison. He has his ironclad contract over there. So he, he's got some wiggle room with decision-making and gets us into the right spots at the right times. But due to other commitments, I had to miss some shows, you know, before this year. So last year, I, you know, I wasn't there for the last couple of shows. I had to go do my own, you know, thing for Cody Country. And I came back at the Heaven Through Hell Battle Royal. Winner gets a shot at the champion. So it's every man for himself. There's no friends there. There's no, you know, there's no working together and unfortunately Miller got in my way and I had to eliminate him because I wanted to bring the championship back to high society. I wanted to be the heavyweight champion of crash tested wrestling. He didn't like it. I went on, I grabbed the contract in the ladder match against Marche rocket. I go on to become the champion. I beat miles Mercer one, two, three. I've got the championship. Chris Miller's mad. He's got something to say. Mm -hmm. So now me and him at Crash Gibbons, it's one-on-one -on -one for the CTW Heavyweight Championship. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see how well he goes. He's taking all claims to rights of making Cody James who Cody James is in professional wrestling. So, you know, they say your, your best friend is also your greatest rival. Let's see. Let's see what happens, you know. So that's something that everybody's going to have to watch out for. And that's at CTW Crash Tested Wrestling, Crash Givings on November 18th in Merrillville, Indiana. You defend your championship against Chris Miller in that match. And you've certainly opened some eyes over the last year or two. So who or what do you think helped propel you to this level of success and exposure? I don't know, man. I think I'm just a really lucky guy, to be honest with you. I contribute. I mean, I work hard, but I'm, I'm also just a good person end of the day and uh respectful and i always try, tend to do the right things no matter who my circle is you know if i'm in a circle with a bunch of you know guys that definitely aren't doing the right thing i always got my head on the shoulders and you know and i'm and i'm doing what i'm supposed to be doing um, i always think at the end of the day i gotta be right by me i gotta be right by my family and i gotta be right by the fans so 
over this last year. I think that's definitely helped me, but I'm staying very humble to it. It's not over yet. You know, it's just beginning. The more, you know, the, the more success I get, the more eyes, the harder I got to work. So I'm not turning it off. I'm not taking it easy now. You know, a lot of people get up there and they're like, you know what? It's time to relax. I've made it. No, it's, it's time to work twice as hard. So that's what we're doing right now. Yeah, you can never just kind of rest on your laurels. No, no. I did take this weekend off, though, and it felt great. <laughs> so I um, got to spend a lot of time with my family, which was awesome. Got to kind of re-energize. It was good. It was it was well needed, especially with these next two months coming up. So, Yeah, even in wrestling, you need that work-life balance, and I'm glad to see that you're able to do that every so often. Yes, yes. It's very important. Very important. All right, Cody, before we let you go, go ahead and promote yes. your social media, whatever merchandise you might have, and upcoming events. Yes, you can find me on all socials, Twitter, Instagram, Cody underscore James 88. And then it's Cody James on Facebook. Next Friday, we have Chicago Style Wrestling, Demon's Night. Come on out for that. The following week, I'm down in Tennessee for KFW Wrestling, which is going to be an absolute phenomenal time. October 28th, we have NWA Samhain from Cleveland, Ohio. So go to nwatix.com to get your tickets for that or order it on Fight TV now. So that way it's all set up and ready to go and you don't got to get locked out because too many people are trying to order it last minute. And go to nwa, uh, nwa.com and uh, go to the shop and buy some merch. The merchandise over there is just absolutely amazing. Don't miss out on it because once it's gone, it's gone. And it's been known you know, by a couple of people that you wear a shirt when you're working out that says NWA on it, you're automatically stronger. You look better. The girls will chase you. The guys will chase you, you know, so you want to be the, the best looking in the gym. And then the following week, we're down in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, NWA power tapings. Well, again, go to nwatix.com, get your tickets there. I come home and crash test of wrestling on November 18th, crash givings. And then after that, we're at JWA. The Wednesday before Thanksgiving, twenty uh, second. JWA is the twenty second. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a wild ride this next two months, and you need to be a part of it and hop on the train right now. So, Cody James, aka the Barker, thank you so much for coming on Windy City Slam podcast. It is great to have you on once again. Hey, Mike, thank you so much for thinking about me. Thank you so much for inviting me. Without you, people like you, people like Steve Aaron's, Sean Lennon, you guys giving us another platform to put our art form over. So you guys are some of the unsung heroes and you guys don't get your due as often as you should. So thank you for letting me be your guest today. Always awesome to talk to Cody James. What a run this guy has had over the last year, year and a half. He was emerging in Chicago-style wrestling, and now he's a champion in crash-tested wrestling. He's making it big in other independent promotions. And most importantly, he's in the NWA as part of Magic Inc. And Cody is also one of the best guys to talk to in terms of just, he is just so cool and gracious and thankful for everything. And I love to promote guys like him. All right, next week, we're going to catch up with the busy local scene with reviews and previews of a lot of shows. Plus, we're going to welcome on back the Podcast Papa, representing the lovely intoxicated men, PX Pat Ackerman, and he'll help us recap Rocket Pro Wrestling's Darkness Falls, and we'll talk a little Impact Bound for Glory and much more. You can catch all that right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. So long, everybody. <laughs>